The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There was a great rabbi whose name was the Ribnitzer Rebbe, and with this will end. The Ribnitzer Rebbe was someone who had a tremendously warm place in his heart for the Jews that lived in Russia. And he would seek out these Jews in Russia and try and provide them with opportunities, but specifically one of the most dangerous mitzvot to do in Russia before the fall of the Iron Curtain was the mitzvah of Brit Milah. Why? Two reasons. Number one, you go pray, you do a mitzvah, you, you know, you do something, there's no residual and lasting effect to be able to show that you did the mitzvah. So if you prayed this morning, or if you studied Torah, the KGB couldn't tell that you did the mitzvah, you know, the next day when they, when they think, when you came home. Brit Milah is literally a mark on the flesh. So if there was ever a time that they would check, they would know that you'd broken the law. That was number one. Number two, it also takes time for the baby to heal. So it's not like you could do the mitzvah quickly, you know, under the shadow of darkness and then just get on with your life. It was something that a person needed, you know, you need to spend a few days going, doing the Brit Milah, getting better. You'd have to disappear inexplicably. How'd you do it? So it was a big, big, big misirut nefesh. It was very dangerous. And people were very afraid to be able to do Brit Milah in the Soviet Union. Well, the Ribnitz Rebbe came to Russia and in one of the villages that he came to, in one of the villages he came to, he saw a, uh, uh, a, uh, a, a family, and the family had a baby there, a young, a young child. And the Ribnitz Rebbe, he came to this, to, this, to this parents, and they said to him, you know, we really want to do the mitzvah of Brit Milah, but we're very afraid. How do we know that this is not going to be sakanat nefashot? And the Ribnitz Rebbe said, listen, he says, I can't promise you anything. He says, but I could take it on my responsibility that nothing will happen. It's on me. I'll pray on my zechuyot, on my merit, on my, you know, I'm covering you, so to speak, for this, and I'll do every possible thing, and we will celebrate the bar mitzvah together of this child. The Bribbits Rebbe says, this young couple, they, what's it called? They, uh, they think about it. They said, look, the rabbi's taking the responsibility. He's taking it on his merit, on his beracha. Okay, we're going to do it. They do the Brit, they do the Brit Milah. Rabbi many, many years passed. And one day the Ribbitz Rebbe is in Eretz Israel and he's driving down the street with his driver and he says, make a left, make a right, make a left, make a right, make a left, make a right. Eventually they wind up at this little small house. He sees a boy standing in front of the house. He calls him over. The boy comes over. He says, go tell your mother the Ribbitz Rebbe is here. The Ribbitz Rebbe, she, she says, wow, the rabbi came. She comes running outside. The Rebbe's here, they're screaming, they're shouting, they're smiling, they're crying. The family's all gathering around. And they said, wow, what, why did the rabbi come, you know, all the way to Netanya, to this area, you know, to be here with us today? The rabbi says, what do you mean, why did I come? Didn't I promise you that I'm going to come and we're going to celebrate the Brit Mila, the Bar Mitzvah of your son? Thirteen years later, the rabbi remembered the family wasn't religious. They, you know, it wasn't a big deal for them that there was a Bar Mitzvah. The rabbi pulls up and he says, we promised him back then. They got back in the car and the rabbi said to his gabai, he says, Baruch Hashem, we got there in the nick of time. And he drives away. The gabai didn't understand what the rabbi meant. Until a few years later, they came to visit the rabbi in his house and the entire family had come back to Teshuvah. We look at this pasuk. The pasuk says, I am God. And I decide where the boundaries begin and end. Do this mitzvah of Brit Milah. Every single person, men, women, and children, have this possibility of taking the things, the challenges, the deficiencies that they have, 
and completing the human story, the human experience, and making person perfect. In this example, what the Ribbits and Rebbe had done is that they had gone into the most difficult scenario and they found inside themselves a courage to be able to practice their Judaism, to be proud of their mitzvot, to do it even in a time of great danger. Coming back and communicating, just seeing the rabbi, seeing him turn up at the bar mitzvah reminded them of how much power they had to be able to buck the system. And they asked themselves in their heads, the rabbi didn't need to say one word, just remembering the scene that they had back in the forests outside of the city in Russia, to remember that they had it within them to be able to fight the fight, to be able to perfect themselves, allowed them to remember if we could do it in Russia and we risked our lives, surely we could do it in Eretz Israel, in Netanya, where we have that opportunity. And so they did. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.